0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Cut to the Chase at 8 with Queen MC. That's me, Madison Chase. We are in this place, and let's talk face-to-face because health is truly is your wealth. It is Wednesday. Today, it is hump day, and I want to talk about habits and how important is your food, and when do we start believing that you can eat food and then actually work out, and burn calories like I don't know where that came from we'll find out where that actually came from uh, stay tuned we'll hear a word from our sponsor and then we'll jump right into it now that we heard a word from our sponsor let's jump right into it uh, I have been having this conversation a lot Why is food so important to us in terms of how we live our lives? But before we talk about food, let's talk about habits. And a lot of us don't realize that our habits are the thing that dictate what our lifestyle actually looks like. I would hear people say, yes, it's got to be a lifestyle, right? And there are certain lifestyles, not in the US, that are predicated on healthier lifestyles. So when I say healthier lifestyles, people that do a lot of walking. That is a healthier lifestyle. People who eat mostly organic foods and or fresh made foods so that they don't have big refrigerators and they don't have big superstores. and I'm speaking mainly of foods in London. Like I have a friend and when she comes here, she eats mostly plant-based and that is because of the way our food is processed in this country. She does not eat anything that's in a box. She eats mostly fresh plant-based foods. She doesn't eat any box food. She doesn't eat fast food and she lives in London. And so in terms of lifestyle, there are certain countries that have healthier lifestyles because they don't have some of the things that we have here in the United States. So in terms of her habit, her lifestyle, And the way she lives her life is a healthier lifestyle. Like she's grown up with that. So in terms of the whole fitness, diet, workout industry, I feel like it is an industry that really hasn't been studied like a lot of industries in terms of, you know, people that are predicated to give you an exercise or give you a diet to help you lose weight. But the thing is, unless you can afford that thing or that thing is going to keep you entertained and or interested for the rest of your life, you are not going to have a healthier lifestyle. It could be a healthier short term thing that you do, whether it is the, um, you know, whatever diet is the most popular thing. Uh, or whatever workout program is the most popular thing. So in order for it to be a part of your life, it has got to be something that you are solely interested in creating for yourself and making it a part of your lifestyle. Uh, And because it is such an individual thing, it has to be a habit. Because if it's not a habit, eventually it is going to be something that you do short-term, you get short-term results, and then you continue back to your old habits. And somewhere along the way of this big diet, fitness, fad, trendy workout, there has been this concept of, oh, I could work that off in the gym because I ate fill-in-the-blank pizza. I ate cake. I ate cookies. I ate whatever it is that is your trigger or your emotional trigger uh, to keep you from your healthier life goal. And when I say healthier lifestyle, because I think style implies to me that it is stylish, meaning that it is in style. And for some reason, this I could eat whatever I want and then go work it off came into the fitness industry and so I think a lot of people don't realize a lot of our trends in terms of working out diets and all of that it actually comes from people who already have very disciplined lives so it comes from professional athletes it comes from where if you're a swimmer like Ryan Phelps You are probably burning, you know, 10,000 calories. So can he eat 2,000 calories of food that may not be good for him? Absolutely he can. But most people don't burn that many calories per day. So we cherry pick a la carte things that we think could possibly work, right? And that has been one of the, the things that I've heard a lot of my clients say is, you know, oh, I could... I could work that off, and essentially, if you have created a habit that is filled with things that may not be good for you, um, and you decide what that looks like, but a lot of us really don't know how to self-assess our bodies, and we. Don't self-assess our bodies in a healthy way um, because sometimes I've had clients say to me, "Oh yeah, I I gain muscle really really quickly," and I'm like, "Do you? Okay." Um, or I have a body like um, Beyonce, um, or I have a body like Kelly Rowland, or I have a body like Naomi Campbell. Like I get really muscular really quick, and that is normally not the case unless you were a child with muscle then the idea of you having this kind of muscle fiber, whether that's type two uh, muscle fibers, then you don't necessarily burn uh, calories in that way. So look at yourself and one, diagnose like where am I and where have I been in terms of what my goals are and what do my habits look like? And really decide for yourself, like, what habits can you really implement on a daily basis? And I think by starting simple and by starting small with small goals, like, can I drink enough water? Can I at least drink half a gallon? Like, that is the easiest thing for us to do to actually start. And the next thing, can I eat more raw salads with raw vegetables and low glycemic fruit of course on the dirty dozen or the clean 15 i've done a podcast on that so you could scroll down and find that podcast to see what those fruits and vegetables are if you want to listen to that one and by implementing just those two simple things and third last but not least getting enough sleep like that is super important in terms of your body regenerating your body resting and sleep and then we'll say number four is just walking like walking uh, before the sun comes up and then also your prayer life and meditation and focus in not even using your cell phone so those are five five things Drinking a half a gallon water or a gallon of water to adding fresh fruits and vegetables, a salad of some sort, a big plate of salad or a big bowl of salad because we generally don't eat enough salad or just a small. If you could do that with every meal, just having a salad with low glycemic raw fruits and vegetables. And I say fruits mainly because some fruits have more sugar. Like pineapple should not be on your salad. Or mangoes should not be on your salad. Because those have a lot of sugar. And also getting enough sleep. Uh, eight hours is ideal. And number four. Also um, moving and or walking consistently. And then number five is making sure that you uh, kind of write down those things and seeing if you could do those five things consistently, do those five things consistently and see where you are, but also assess assess like, you know, I think sometimes too, we don't think about what you allow if you don't have kids or if you do have kids, would you allow your kids to do this, would you allow your kids to get up and have I don't know, cupcakes for breakfast. Um, Would you allow them to uh, eat their favorite cereal all day long? Like, there are certain habits that you have to assess for yourself. Like, has this gotten me long-term results? And or am I getting enough essential vitamins and nutrients from this particular food? Not the added vitamins. Not the things with natural flavors. Not the things that says it's organic but then when you turn it over and you read and there are some words that you can't understand not those things so that's why getting your vitamins and nutrients from the source is ideal so thank you guys for listening this cut to the chase at eight with C. that's me madison chase and we will chat tomorrow